When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1593, How Do I Make Working Out Work For Me? By Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our weekly bonus episode here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. This week, sharing a post with you that was originally featured on Optimal Health Daily. You're going to be hearing Dr. Neil Malik, who hosts that show, read this article from Mark Fisher that is all about making working out work for us. Certainly something on a lot of people's minds with the new year coming up, and a goal for many couples too. So let's get into this post and start optimizing your life. How do I make working out work for me? By Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. In your apartment or on the road, you want to find a way to get your workout in. So what's the best way for you to get in your exercise and get enough sleep? Can you have it all? Let's find out. How do I find the time to work out when I'm already so busy and the rest of the time I'm tired? Now, there's a lot of debate about the best way to work out. At the end of the day, we can all agree that doing something is better than doing nothing. But for some of us, a crazy schedule makes even this a challenge. How do we find time to work out when our lives are already packed to the brim? Sometimes we're able to squirrel away a bit of time, but find we're exhausted. We also know that recovery is a big part of the equation and that rest matters too. So, what should one do when choosing between getting enough sleep and working out? These questions are related, but are distinct enough to warrant separate answers. The first piece is actually relatively simple, if not easy. We have to prioritize our workouts. Exactly how we do this will depend on one's life and demands. For instance, a busy career is a different challenge than having a newborn child. Ideally, we schedule in our workouts and treat it like we would any commitment. It's very easy to justify skipping a workout because of issues that seem more pressing. Unfortunately, over the long haul, this may catch up with us. Since I'm a fan of fitness pragmatism, hey, I just made that term up, but I like it. The solution may be accepting only two or three workouts a week. While it may not lead to the fastest possible fat loss results, this is plenty sufficient to capture most of the health benefits. While lifting weights is a great foundation for your training, you can definitely still see results by working out even once a week. If you supplement this with short, vigorous, full-body workouts once or twice a week, you'll be well on your way. Being tired, however, requires a bit more unpacking. Certainly, ensuring you're getting enough sleep in the first place is the first step. This may require more discipline about heading to bed earlier. Additionally, Adopting a pre-bed ritual to help prep your body for bed will likely be important, like 
turning off electronics an hour before bed. If you're finding you're still too tired to effectively use the time available to exercise, consider seeing a specialist to address your sleep quality. Ideally, a regular workout regime should offer a return on your time investment. You should actually have more energy if you're training on a regular basis, which means getting more done with less time and in a better mood to boot. How do I stay fit while on the road? While in these current times, traveling is a bit limited, this is still a great question and one that we can relate to, especially when travel resumes. When I was an actor, I didn't do much in the way of traditional touring. And I actually found doing a regional theater production was a great way to really focus on my fitness goals because I didn't have the distractions of my regular life. In the recent past, I traveled a lot for work, so I'm finally able to relate to anyone who has to travel a lot because of their job. While it's definitely a bit tougher to stay on top of your fitness while on the road, it can be done. The key here is to make sure you're staying active. Don't make the perfect the enemy of the good. Based on your situation and how long you're staying in a location, you may be able to find a gym nearby that allows you to access as much equipment as you like. Alternatively, many hotels have at least decently equipped modest gyms for guests to use. And in a worst case scenario, if you're short on time, money, or just don't have any other options, don't underestimate just how effective a bodyweight workout can be. In addition to training, don't forget about two other important components, nutrition and sleep. Since we can't out-train our diet, don't be shy about asking for substitutions when dining out. Most restaurants will be able to serve you a big serving of protein and veggies upon request. And sleeping can be tough on the road for many of us. Consider downloading a white noise app to your phone and do your best to turn off the TV and computer at least an hour before going to sleep. By applying these strategies for training, eating, and sleeping, you'll be able to keep up with your health and hotness goals even when on the road. Why do I always seem to hurt myself when I start working out? It's not uncommon for people to get injured in the beginning of a new workout regime. Unfortunately, for some people, it's a pretty consistent challenge, particularly as they get older. So what gives? Are some people just prone to injury? Are some people just not cut out to work out? For many, the main culprit is not taking the time to learn good technique. Exercise is really a skill. Since many people don't move a whole lot in their day-to-day lives, most of us begin to get stiff and our muscles become deconditioned. When we dive deep into an exercise routine, we generally equate working hard with success, and working hard is a great thing. However, if we don't take the time to learn how to move in a way that lets us use our muscles versus other tissues like tendons and ligaments, we can wind up getting ouchies. Additionally, even if you have pretty good technique, If we go too hard right out of the gate when picking up a new exercise regime, sometimes it's too much for our body to handle. And keep in mind, this can happen even if you're already pretty fit but aren't used to a new type of exercise. So, to set yourself up for success when you start a new workout, always do less than you think you can do and go slow enough to learn the basics. At Mark Fisher Fitness, we spend a lot of time working on technique so we can learn to move well before we move often and move fast. While some soreness is to be expected, excessive soreness suggests we overdid it. And if you do find yourself with joint pain, shooting pain, pinching pain, or any other pain besides soreness in the muscle belly, it's important to have it looked at by a clinician, like a physical therapist. You just listened to the post titled, How Do I Make Working Out Work For Me? 
by Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. So often from so many of my clients and patients, I would get asked something like, hey, I know I should exercise, but at the same time, I should listen to my body. That's what you tell me. And my body tells me I'm exhausted and I should rest. So what am I supposed to do? Okay, here's the deal. Just as Mark mentioned, we have to start by making at least one of these, sleep or exercise, a priority. So either you're gonna focus on quality rest right now or activity. Note the key word I used, quality. Making more time to lay on the couch, binging Netflix, doesn't count as quality rest. Instead, making good sleep hygiene a priority so that you feel rested each day would be a better goal. But as Mark mentioned, if you wanna get better sleep, sometimes you have to do the opposite first. You have to move more. What we've learned from research is that moving more throughout the day can actually help you fall asleep faster and sleep longer and sleep more deeply each night. So maybe the secret to feeling more rested is actually moving more. But here's the deal. The key is to start somewhere and commit to it. So whichever one you choose, better sleep quality or better sleep hygiene or moving more, just be sure that you're committing to it and giving it an honest try. And during these times when gyms are closed and we're forced to be at home, I love bodyweight workouts. These are exercises where you don't need any special equipment, you just need a little space in your home and you could still get in a fantastic workout. So please don't let this coronavirus stay-at-home order affect you and your fitness goals. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A, so stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits.